Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. A cloud of dust and a hearty high silver, the Lone Ranger. faithful Indian companion Tonto, the daring and resourceful masked rider of the plains led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of a great horse, Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver. Let's go, big fellow. I'm Silver. The Lone Ranger and Tonto headed toward the Sweetwater River in the heart of the cattle country near the town of Cedro. Just over that next rise, Tonto, we'll see the Sweetwater River. Ah, uh, that'd be good. Horses plenty tired and no water for a long time. According to what Frank Collins said, Bain Ranch would be right along in here someplace. And say, look for big grove cottonwood tree. Yes, I know. After we deliver Mr. Collins' message to Mrs. Bain, we'll head on downstream and locate this town of Cedro. Oh, why we go there? Because in Cedro, there's a man named Jake Withers. I want a few words with him. Oh, me not know him. He's about as mean and crooked a man as you'll find anywhere in the whole West. Uh, in gunfighter? Usually, he manages to get someone else to do his dirty work. Why, you won't see him. He cheated the widow of an old friend of mine out of her ranch, her cattle, and all her holdings. Now, let's go. Home, Silver. Get him up, Scout. 
miles east of Cedro, in the lamp-lit kitchen of the ranch house, Martha Bain was busy getting supper ready for herself, her 14-year-old son, and Kathy, who was eight. Tommy, hadn't you better get the cow milk? It'll be dark before long. All right, Mom. Uh, take a look at those potatoes, Kathy. All right. Put your coat on, son. That wind is cold. The potatoes are still hard, Mother. I'll be back in a little bit, Mom. Mother. Yes. You... You miss Daddy an awful lot, don't you? Of course I do, dear. So do I. Hey, Mom, somebody's coming. To our place? A rider? Two men driving a team hitched to a buckboard. They just came through the pasture gate. One of them is that Mr. Withers from up in town. Withers? You mean Jake Withers, Tommy? That's him. I don't know who the other one is. Wonder why Jake Withers is coming here. Mother, I don't like oh. him. Look at Jake Withers jerk the reins. He sure is mean to horses. Now, both you children be on your good behavior. Howdy, Mrs. Bain. I'm Jake Withers. Hi there, Sonny. Hello. Come in, Mr. Withers. Tommy, shut the door. Getting cold out. Yes, it is. I, uh, I'll get right to the point of why I come out here, Mrs. Bain. Like I said, my name is Jake Withers. Got a little real estate office up in Cedro and a ranch down the riverways. I run a few cattle and do a little of this and a little of that. <laughs> Make a dollar wherever I can. Uh, some folks say I deal a little sharp at times. <laughs> they say that about everybody out here that gets ahead. What, what did you want to see us about, Mr. Withers? Well, you see, ma'am, I... Uh, well, I was a mighty good friend of your late husband. You knew Judd? In a business way, you might say. Though him and me always were mighty friendly. What is it that you have to tell me, Mr. Withers? Well, it's about that thousand dollars Judd borrowed from me. Uh a thousand dollars? Yes, ma'am. My husband never mentioned it. Probably he didn't, Mrs. Bain. At the time, he told me he didn't want you to worry about it, none. What's he saying, Mother? Oh, quiet. Never mind now, Kathy. I suppose, Mr. Withers, you have the note signed by my husband. Naturally, Mrs. Bain. I got it right here in my pocket. Uh, it's signed Judson Bain. You recognize his signature, don't you, Mrs. Bain? Yes. Yes, it looks like his writing. Just when did Judd borrow this money? Why, the note is dated. Hey, look for yourself. That was about the time he sold me them heifers. He pledged this ranch as security. Dad never sold you any heifers. If you're talking about those three sold a year ago, some stranger bought them. Oh, oh, you mean that fella? Well, he was just working for me. Name was, uh, was... Milford. Uh, yeah, that's it. Milford. This has come as quite a shock, Mr. Withers. I, I really didn't know about this. You see, I, I always thought that we owned this place free and clear. At least that was what Judd always told me. I, I didn't know we owed any money on it. Well, now, Mrs. Bain, it isn't a serious situation. Of course, according to the law, I could take it away from you. But I don't aim to do that. No. Well, leastways, not unless I have to. I really come down to talk to you about something else. Over by the river, you've got a 400-acre pasture of wild prairie hay. Yes. Do you have that hay cut and stacked this summer? You ought to know. You just drove through there. Now, just a minute, young fella. <clears throat> Mrs. Bain, I come down here all friendly and trying to do you folks a favor. 
All this youngster's done is sass me. Oh, I... Now, Tommy, you mustn't talk like that to Mr. Withers. Go on, Mr. Withers. You spoke about the hay bottom. <clears throat> well, about... I got a few head of cattle I'd like to winter there. Judd used to say that was the finest pasture in this section. I'd be willing to pay a good price for it, Mrs. Bain. The money to be applied on this note. How much, Mr. Withers? Two hundred dollars. Two hundred dollars? Mother, that pasture's worth a lot Judd more... Judd used to get eight to nine hundred dollars rent for that pasture, Mr. Withers. Oh, no, no, ma'am. You're mistaken. He did so. On three different occasions. Well, two hundred is my offer. That's all I can afford. I'm afraid I can't accept it. Are you in any position to argue? I've got this note of Judd's, and by rights, I could take your whole ranch. You better not try. Are you threatening me, Mr. Withers? I want that pasture and intend to get it, one way or another. Not for $200. What about the money owing to me? It strikes me very odd, Mr. Withers, that my husband never told me about his dealings with you. He always talked over the ranch affairs with me, and I I just can't believe it. You're implying it's not genuine, this note here? I just said it's odd Judd never told me about the note. It falls due in 30 days, and you'd better have the money ready. $1,000 with interest. Mother. Oh, Mother. That no account. Oh, Mother. Can he do like he said? Can he take our ranch away from us? I'd like to see him try. We still have Dad's old rifle, and well, I can shoot straight Tommy, out. stop that kind of talk. Can, can he take our home away from us? I, I don't know. Tommy... You must go milk Bessie. All right, Mom. But I... But, Mom, I'm not going to let Jake Brothers take our ranch. Oh, dear. I only knew where to turn. Couldn't we just pay him the money, Mother? We could if we had it, Kathy, but we haven't enough to eat. Never mind. We'll not talk about it anymore. Mother, he's come back. Hush, dear. Who is it? Is this the home of Mrs. Martha Bain? Yes. Who are you? A friend. I have a message for you from Frank Collins at Cold Springs. Wait here, Kathy. I'll go to the door. I'm sorry I had to call this lady. An outlaw! Mother, he's an outlaw! He's wearing a mask! Please, please listen to me. Well? I left Cold Springs the day before yesterday, Mrs. Bain. As I rode out of town, Frank Collins asked that I stop by and tell you he was uh, starting his herd of cattle down toward your place on Monday of next week. What? Frank Collins told you he was starting cattle down here? Yes. Don't you know Frank Collins? This is the Bain Ranch, isn't it? Yes, this is the Bain place, but I haven't heard from Frank Collins since three years ago when he rented our pasture as a wintering place for some of his stock. Come inside, won't you? Thank you. You seem surprised at the message I brought, Mrs. Bain. I am. This is the first I've heard about it. Well, I understood from Collins that he had asked Jake Withers to speak to you about the pasture. Jake Withers? He left here not more than ten minutes ago after trying to rent the pasture for himself. He offered $200 for it. I've heard about Jake Withers and his business deals. I ordered him off the place. But he said he'd take our ranch away from us. Did he threaten you? He has a note. He claims my husband's side. I see. Is the note genuine? I don't know. 
It looks like my husband's writing, but Judd didn't write a very good hand. I really didn't get a good look at it. You knew nothing of this note? Your husband never mentioned it? Never. What shall I do? Just be ready to receive the cattle next week, and don't worry. But I don't understand. Here, take this. It may explain. A bullet? Yes, it's made of silver. That is over. Just right place, huh? Yes, it was the right place, Toto. Now for Cedro and Jake Withers. Steady, big fella. Come on, I'm up, scout. An hour's hard riding brought the ranger and Tonto to the end of the street that ran down through the center of the little town of Cedro. There the pace changed to a walk. Withers probably spends most of his time at the local cafe. We'll try there first. You think him have time to get here ahead of us? I think so, Kimasabi. Now watch yourself, Tonto. There's quite a crowd hanging around outside. Oh, boy. Oh, sir. Oh, sir. Oh, sir. Howdy, stranger. Where'd you... Look out, he's mad. Fucking gun, slow down. I didn't come here for gunplay. Is there a man with the name of Jake Withers inside? Jake Withers? What's the play here? Oh, How do you see Jake Withers? Oh, I do. Hey, what is this? Why are you wearing a mask? Never mind that, Withers. Just listen to me. Do you remember Ed Baylor? He used to live up north. Died a year or so ago. Well, sure. What's it to you? Eddie Silver. Just this. You stole his ranch and cattle from his widow. You heard what I said, Withers. You're crazy. Ed Baylor owed me money. I only took what was mine. I'll leave it to my partner here. Withers, your partner, is as big a thief as you are. What? By golly, Sam, you won't let him get away with that kind of talk? No. You can draw if you want to. I thought not. Come on, Sam. This owl hoot is loco. I'll buy a drink for the whole car. Oh, come on. Let's go to the cafe. Wait. Let it be fully easy. Withers. There's no room in the West for your kind. You pulled your last crooked deal. I'm giving you just one week to close up your affairs and get out of this section of the country. Yeah, suppose I don't go. And I'll see to it that you do. Meanwhile, stay away from the Bain Ranch. Steady, easy, Silver. One silver The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments.
Now to continue our story. After calling Jake Withers and giving him just one week to get out of town, the Lone Ranger and Tonto wheeled their horses and vanished in the darkness. As they did so, Jake Withers turned to his henchman, Sam. <coughs> Come on, Sam. Let's get over to my office. Right. Yeah, what about that drink you were going to buy, Jake? Later, later. Come on, Sam. Why didn't you draw on that budget when you had the chance? What do you think I'm paying you for? You had a gun. Why don't you draw on him yourself? Hmm. Who is that masked man, Jake? How should I know? There's the office going inside. What's he got against you? I don't know. I've never seen him before. He knows about what you did to Baylor's widow. You're going to do like he said. Get out of town. Are things getting good around here? Not on your life. He don't scare me that much. Now look here, Sam. Things have been pretty good for us. I don't aim to let a masked man spoil it. What do you have in mind? He wears a mask, don't he? That makes him an outlaw. If anybody shot an outlaw, he'd be doing the country some good, wouldn't he? Sure. Him and that Indian must be camped out in the brush somewhere. Take four or five of the boys and find that camp. And when you do, use your rifles. I get it, Jake. What about you? What'll you be doing in the meantime? I still aim to get my hands on that Bain Ranch. How? <laughs> How? I still got that note Judd Bain signed. Yeah, but if them Collins cattle win her in that pasture, she'll have enough money to pay you off. Cattle won't get there, Sam. No? I got a scheme to stop them. I gotta head up north for a day or so. When I get back, I expect to find that masked man dead. By noon of the following day, Jake Withers was miles north of Cedro, directly in the path the Collins herd would have to travel. He brought his team and buckboard up before a lonely ranch house. Oh, oh, you nutheads! Howdy, stranger. Get down and eat. Can't. Gotta be on my way. Just stopped by to tell you a herd of cattle will be coming through here in a few days. Let them come. They got anthrax. Anthrax? Yeah. Eat up. Eat up, At ranch after ranch, all along the route the Collins herd would travel, Jake Withers spread his story about the deadly anthrax. Anthrax that could spread ruin and desolation in its wake. And behind him he left grim-faced ranchers who buckled on heavy guns. By evening of the second day, the vicious rumor had spread over that whole section. And even a few ranchers as far south as the Sweetwater River had heard about it and had become alarmed. Meanwhile, a little to the west of the town of Cedro, Tonto waited in camp. A small fire pushed back the night shadows as the Lone Ranger rode up to the circle of light. Oh, Silver. Here you Me glad you're back, Kimasabi. What you learn in town? Oh, not much, Tonto. Withers left town two nights ago. He hasn't been seen since. Maybe him take your advice. Leave for good. I doubt it. That partner of his, Sam, has gone to... Kimasabi. Huh? Maybe them look for us. That's possible. And what we do? I'd like to ride down to the Bain Ranch. Maybe Withers has shown up there. That was a rifle shot. Scattered the campfire. That came from a second man. 
They must be up on top of that ridge. We can't see them in the dark. Get the horses, we'll head for the Bain Ranch. Uh, me ready. Come on, then. Hey, come on. One through and up scout. Tonto and the Lone Ranger soon reached the Bain Ranch House and reined up. They dismounted and stepped to the door as it was opened by Martha Bain. You're here. Oh, thank goodness. Yes, Mrs. Bain. Come on, fellow. Uh-huh. Well, I came to... Uh, who's this? This boy rode in just a little while ago. He's hurt. Don't worry about the mask, Donald. Who are you, son? What happened to you? Donald Collins... My father's Frank Collins. Somebody shot him. Shot him? Yeah, I was with the herd that Dad's bringing down here. Yesterday, some ranchers tried to stop us. There was a fight. They said the herd had anthrax. Anthrax? But they haven't. Honest, they haven't, mister. My dad would have been... Teddy, Teddy there, Donald. Lie back on the couch, son. I've already bandaged the wound. His father sent him on ahead to tell me there was nothing to the rumor about anthrax. He wants me to be ready to receive the herd day after tomorrow. How did this story about anthrax get started, son? Dad doesn't know, but ever since the day before yesterday, the ranchers have tried to stop us. I don't believe Mr. Collins would bring an anthrax herd to my place. Neither do I. But I'm going to find out. I'll ride north and find Frank Collins. <laughs> A few minutes later, the Lone Ranger rode away in the darkness, leaving Tonto at the Bain house. Young Donald Collins slept in spite of his wound, and the morning dawned clear and bright. Tonto had ridden off some distance from the house, but about noon he galloped up. Oh, dismounted and opened the ranch house door. Short way off. Beyond hill, me see dozen men right this way. Who are they? Me not know. Maybe Dad sent some of the riders on ahead. No. Them feller not riders from your father's outfit. Mother, it's Jake Withers. Come to take our house. Look, you see horsemen now. Why, it's Dave Tuttle, Mr. Carson, and some of the other neighbors. Mr. Withers is with them. If he tries anything, I'll... Uh, Mrs. Bain, we got to talk to you. Yes, Mr. Tuttle, what is it? The man won't be switch. As you can see, all of us are here are ranchers from around these parts. So I see. We hear that Frank Collins is sending a herd of cattle down here to winter in your pasture. That's right. Well, ma'am, that herd has anthrax. We're asking you not to let him come in here. Oh, that's a lie. My father's herd has not got anthrax. Who's that boy, ma'am? Frank Collins' son. Some brave man shot him through the shoulder. Some of the ranchers up north. I heard they had gunplay. I'm asking you, Mrs. Bain, to refuse to receive that herd. If the Collins cattle has anthrax, I won't let them in here. But none of us really know that the herd has it. Frank Collins sent his boy to tell me they don't. Collins had lied. He'd say that. Sure he would. Damn, it won't do any good to argue. They've got anthrax, all right. Everyone said so. How do you know? Let the herd come in. Then we can tell. We can't take a chance. I reckon you refuse to help, Mrs. Bain. So there's nothing to do but to ride out to your line fence and stop that herd. Let's go. I got my guns. Stop at the fence line. All right. Hey, look. Look. Look who's coming. The masked man. Hey, the masked man. Same one that called Jake. There you are. Don't go for your guns. 
Come on, Douglas. Yeah, Mask Man. I got you fellas covered with this shotgun. Stay where you are, or I'll let go with both barrels. There'll be no gunplay unless some of you draw first. Do any of you know this man? I do. He's Jake Danvers from up north. Yeah. That's right, and you're Billy Carson. Sure you know me. What's an honest rancher doing riding with a masked man, Danvers? Yeah, right. You know what's good for you. You listen to what this masked man has to say. I've just come from looking over the Collins herd. Those cattle don't have anthrax. They don't, huh? Did you hear that? How do you know, mister? Then how'd yeah. the story start? Where there's smoke, there's fire. You aren't going to listen to this masked man, are you, boys? I'll tell you who he is. He's an outlaw, Collins, hired to help him get that disease herd through. That's what he is. Danvers, as far as I can find out, you're the first man to have heard that the Collins cattle were diseased. Who told you? Uh, That fellow standing right over there. Him. You mean Jake Withers? Jake? Why would he say a thing like that? Well, how'd he know? Jake Withers wanted to keep the Collins cattle out of the Bain pasture. That's why he invented this story about anthrax. He knew he could get you ranchers stirred up. Oh, that's, that's a lie. Why would I want to do that? Because you have a note that you claim Mrs. Bain's husband signed. Withers was afraid if she got the money for the pasture, she could pay him off. And what he really wanted was to get this ranch. I have got a note. A note is probably as crooked as your story about the anthrax. Mrs. Bain, didn't Jake threaten to put you off this ranch if you didn't pay that note? He certainly did. And I'll do it, too. This here note is legal. I'll have my rights. Let's see that note, Jake. Oh, keep your hands off me, Tuttle. You tricked us, Jake Withers. Look out, Dave. He's going for his gun. Oh! Well, thanks, Mash Man, for that shot. You you winged Jake right through the arm. He was drawn on me. Take a look at that note, Mr. Tuttle. It's probably in his coat pocket. Uh, yes, here it is. Let me see. This was made out over a year ago. But here's an odd thing. A year ago, Jake Withers had never been in this section of the country. He was operating up north. I know... Because it was then that he pulled exactly the same kind of a scheme on a friend of mine. Well, what do you know? Jake sure is a varmint. We ought to string him up. I got a good saddle rope. There's plenty of trees. Oh, oh, hold hold it. Hold it, men. As the United States Marshal in Cold Springs. Take him up there and let the law deal with him. No, oh, quiet. Quiet. That's enough of that talk. We'll do as mass man says. We sure will. That's the way to do it. That'll stop Jake. Better than hanging. He'll go to jail for life. I certainly Well, mister, I, I reckon we owe you something for stopping us from making fools of ourselves. If we'd have stopped to think... Well, that's all right, Mr. Tuttle. I sure am sorry, Mrs. Bain, for the way I've acted. If there's anything I can do... The uh, Collins herd will be here tomorrow morning. I think maybe you all could help Mrs. Bain receive them and get them settled. We'll be glad to help. Count on me, ma'am. Thank you. Thank you so much. And there's nothing more for me to do here. Thanks for your help, Danvers. Uh, glad to do it. And I'm sorry I ever listened to that skunk. Come on, fellow. Uh, now, wait, mass man. I'd like to know you better. Come on, fellow. Come on. Well, say, Mrs. Bain... Who is that man? Why, don't you know, Mr. Tuttle? He's the Lone Ranger.
story you have just heard is a copyrighted feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated. 